Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the Myrtle Beach Nerd back again with another podcast. Today is Tuesday. Motherfucking Tuesday. Yep, January 22nd, 2019. Just wanted to say what's going on, everybody, and I hope you enjoyed the move to Podbean almost as much as I do. The thing about Podbean that I like better is that it's an actual website. It looks nice. It's pretty. Um, I haven't really done too much work with it yet because I've been doing other things, you know, and trying to get my life in order as usual. But, uh, yeah, it's a nice-looking little uh, website there, you know, um, nice and clean. You can leave comments. haven't gotten any there yet, but there has been another couple added to iTunes, which I do appreciate, all five-star reviews so far. Thank you, everybody. Glad you're enjoying the show. Um, <clears throat> not too much feedback as far as the last podcast goes, and I do apologize for the sound quality on that one. It was our first podcast together. We didn't know how close we should get to the microphone and all that good stuff. I do promise that the next one will sound better, and we will be working on that one. Hopefully, we have it up by this weekend. But yeah, um, had a good conversation with the wife about DC Universe. You know, we had a we had a really long one-hour podcast. So it was the first one that I did that went over an hour, and I'm glad. You know, we had some good banner, uh, some good back and forth. I enjoyed the conversation with her, and um, you know, looking forward to the next one definitely. Um, also, uh, interesting side note to come out of DC Universe is we were we were over the weekend. We were sitting there playing um, Call of Duty, and that game is just boring as fuck. The thing is, like, there's only five maps, and how many times can you run through, you know, uh, <clears throat> 30 rounds plus killing zombies before you're just bored? It's just, I don't know. It's too much of the same thing. Every level is the same. It just looks a little bit different. They're all pretty much copy-paste versions of each other. Like, one's in a prison, one's on a boat. And there's really, it just doesn't seem like there's much depth. It's just like, okay, I'm killing zombies. I'm getting headshots. I'm getting the same guns, doing the same routines over and over again. And it's like the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And that's exactly how I feel playing that game. It just got really boring. And uh, some something just snapped at me this weekend, and I, I just wasn't able to play. And she was playing, and I was going back and forth between games like Red Dead Redemption, which was kind of getting on my nerves because the online quests still haven't showed up. Um, Elder Scrolls Online, Resident Evil, I was playing the half-hour uh, demo for Resident Evil 2. And I was just staring at the remote for a while, and I'm like, screw it, let me boot up DC Universe. We talked about it enough, and it kind of got me nostalgic. Uh, the wife heard me playing, and she was like, oh, you know, well, what the hell's he doing? And she started playing, and then I started playing, and then we got a subscription for the month, and we're having a good time right now. We finished the weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday, just playing the hell out of it, the second half of Saturday and all day Sunday. And I got home yesterday from work, and we played it again. And it's like we're having a good time with it again. It's just fun. Um... Sometimes you just got to put something away for a little bit. It feels new again, you know, and that's exactly what happened with DC Universe. Granted, I still have my problems with it as far as the cash grabs, microtransactions, and all that shit, but at the end of the day, it's still the greatest game we ever played. Bought us closer together, and, um, you know, it's just, it's just doing it again, I guess. It's, we're working our magic with it. We're just playing together and, you know, just doing small things, nothing huge. But, you know, we're having a good time just running through the old content, beating up a couple duos, learning how to play some of the new stuff, getting into old raids, and just playing and having a good time and it was it's, it was just fun the thing about it is like it's got it's got a lot of shit to do um it's kind of hard to queue into things because the population's still a little dead but you know um ho hopefully this weekend we'll just be to play throughout the week and hopefully during the weekend some pass the time you know that's pretty much all we need is just something to help us pass the time throughout the weekend sometimes we kind of run out of things to do and right now we're in money save mode we're trying to well we we, we have a little bit of a dilemma right now we're trying to prepare ourselves for for life after certain changes in life happen and that's what we're trying to do just trying to make things go and save some money and 
spend as much time in the house as possible so we're not out blowing money and just doing dumb shit that people do. You know, yeah, that's what happens. You leave the house and it's like, what do you do? You run out of things, you go somewhere and buy something, you know, and feel like you filled up your day by just doing shit that you regret the next day, you know, fucking blowing money and shit. And, you know, that's just what it's all about, you know, just trying to, trying to make your life better. And one thing I've learned this, you know, 22 days into the new year, I've actually kind of stuck with my routine so far. I'm doing keto and um, so far so good with the money. I'm saving money and money's not a problem. Last year at this time, we were in a really shitty spot. And this year we're in a much better position due to our our discipline, really. Our discipline and due diligence. We're, we're saving money and we're being smart this time around. So, yeah, I just want to kind of get that out of the way. And hopefully, you know, as the months go by, got a couple of big things happening and you know, just some things I'm expecting, some nice paychecks, put them aside and pay off some debts and hopefully have a really good second half of 2019 and, you know, kind of just, you know, keep going with that pursuit of happiness, I guess. I'm kind of at a loss for words for it, but it's, I've been talking about it a lot, just that pursuit of happiness, just anything that can make your life better and make you happier doing it. That's pretty much what it's all about. And that's what we should all strive for as people. Just a couple of quick things I wanted to hit on before I get into today's topic, which is going to be about retail, customer service in general. Um, a lot of people work it. Uh, if, let's say if there's 100 people in the world, I would say a good 90 of them work in retail. So, yeah, this is going to touch a lot of people, hopefully make you laugh. Maybe, you know, uh, you can add some to the comments as well because I'm not going to hit on everything. I guarantee you there's so many experiences in retail. I'd love to hear some of your guys' stories. Uh, you can always email me at MyrtleBeachNerds with an S at the end at gmail.com, and I'll be... I'll probably read a couple of them on the air next week, you know. Come on, hear your name out there on the old airways, people. You know you want to do it. I'll read your name out there, your experience, give my thoughts on it, and, you know, let's have a good little dialogue going. You know, we'll have a little follow-up next week after this one. <clears throat> but like I said, there's a couple news things I wanted to hit on, just a couple things off the top of the head here. Has anyone seen that story about the guy, uh, the group of kids? They were at the Martial Life Festival and uh, that... Uh, Indian American guy, I guess, and the Native American gentleman was playing the drums, and it looks like the kids were all around him screaming and insulting him and threatening him. It turns out that after all the liberals and the progressives, Democrats, you know, they all jumped down the poor kids' kids' throats, and <clears throat> a lot of our notable blue checkmark Twitter celebrities, Alyssa Milano, our favorite cunt, she uh, came out there and basically said a lot of bad things about these children. Uh, and, yeah, they are children. They're all 16 years old. They're all kids. I mean, young enough to be my kid, you know? But, yeah, the thing is, is, like, they all went out there, and a couple of celebrities were just basically calling them out, saying that these kids should be doxxed, which, for people that don't know what doxing is, it's basically hacking people trying to find out their personal information, like uh, home addresses, email addresses, uh, where the kid goes to school, where he may work, things like that. Just any kind of phishing to kind of figure out their personal information. That's what doxing is. It's highly illegal. And the fact that they were doing this to a 16-year-old kid is completely fucked up. I have no idea why they would want to do that or why these people have so much hatred in their hearts. But that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to fuck with this kid's life, and they pretty much accomplished it. So it was so bad, in fact, that a kid who almost like looked like the other guy, apparently, like they got him confused. They went and ruined that kid's life. They sent people to the house, and the family was threatened, and a bunch of horrible things were said to him. And he had nothing to do with it. This kid just happened to look like him, and they mistook him for the actual kid. It was, it was like Nick something. It was, it was actually a part of it. Now, after the celebrities, you know, all the leftists, you know, fucking tribal fucking jump down your throat, attack society, you know, they they went nuts. Little thing happened. The next day, the full video came out. 
and it shows that the kids were basically just minding their own business and they were doing their little school chant after they were being attacked by a group of other children I don't want to get too much into that because it'll sound like I'm an asshole which I kind of am but I'm not that bad at least not today today's a good day anyway the other kids were saying some racist things to them calling them honkies crackers um, pussies faggots bunch, a bunch of things like that they were calling these kids and the kids they fought back you know by saying their school song like hey you're not gonna you're not gonna punish us you're not gonna bully us out of here or anything like that so they were doing that and as we're doing that <clears throat> this Native American gentleman comes right up to the one kid for some reason he picked on him the kid had no idea why he had a really long beautiful explanation as to what happened in his events of the day and very well written it's nice to see an adult in the situation even though they did old 16 years old and the adults were a bunch of fucking children but anyway the Native American guy's playing the drums in his face very threatening actually because the kid's 16 years old you know he's just sitting there right in front of this kid's banging the drums away uh just just right in his face for no apparent reason he just basically just flexed on the kid i guess that's the word they use he flexed on him. that's what the kids are saying these days right flexing anyway he, he, he was banging the drums and the kid was just sitting there smiling at him because he just wanted to show the guy that he wasn't intimidated or afraid he smiled and now when i was 16 if some old man was in my face doing some shit like that i probably would have punched him and i'm sure a lot of you would have done the same thing this kid handled it very well, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy for the guy, you know? He, he, he's, he's the first victim to come out of this thing and kind of just throw a big middle finger in the face of the left and all the shit that they pull as far as, you know, trying to, trying to demonize somebody without knowing the full story. The fucking media is just so bad. I can't take anything that they say for granted. If I see a, a news article, I kind of go, eh, whatever, because that's just what they do. And that's the fact, and, and well, that's the reason why they're going to lose the 2020 election. It's because they're so fucking dumb. They're trying this whole bully mentality where everyone's wrong and they're so pure and right that they're pushing people away. They're pushing people away to the right. I'm one of them. I mean, I used to be as liberal as it could be. I, I wanted everyone to have equal this and that, equal that, and I still do. But it's like I, I don't want to see it done by them. Like I don't want them representing this country. They're fucking horrible people. They're pieces of shit. And it's like, I understand, you know, when I was a kid, I was always told that Democrats were for the poor man. They were for you know, everybody making the same thing, this and that, yada, yada, yada. They're peaceful, the peaceful party. The right's a bunch of racists. And it turns out that they're not, at least not anymore. If that was the case back then, I couldn't tell you I was a child. But, I mean, now the right seems to be the more fucking, like, headstrong of the two. <laughs> I mean, when I, when I think of the left now, I think of a bunch of pansies. I think of a bunch of fucking finger-pointing jackasses that want to police the world, and damned if you do, damned if you don't, you're screwed. If, if you apologize for something you did 20 years ago, you're still a bastard. They're still going to hold you accountable. And it makes no sense. There's no more forgiveness in America. There's no more forgiveness. There's no more togetherness. People all hate each other. And it's just like one side versus the other. And they can't ever meet in the middle, which is stupid. I mean, I just don't know like where we're going to be 10, 15 years from now. Are we going to hate each other? Are we going to be living in a virtual world with a fucking computer over our head like in a movie um uh, the fuck was that movie called a uh, ready set go that's the one yeah all right so ready set go if, if that's what's going to happen you know i mean we, we we just we just can't exist like this that's the bottom line we got to find a way to make this thing work whether it's living in a virtual world where no one actually ever talks to anybody or touches each other or just experiences each other personal level or we just say fuck it we're being stupid and everyone just shakes hands and just moves on from this because this is a horrible phase of life the accountability policing each other generation it's so fucking bad the fact that i can go on the internet 
and ruin someone's life by finding something they may have said in jest years ago. It's stupid. I mean, the things I'm saying right now on this podcast, I stand by every word that I say because that's how I feel. If I change in five years or so, then that's my prerogative. I can change the way I feel. You know? If someone says, hey, five years ago he said this about this, you know, political party or this person in general, he called Alyssa Milano a cunt. You know, really, it's it's just the way I feel at the time, and I like to get my words out. I, I like to say how I feel at the moment. If I change, I change. I don't want these motherfuckers going back and saying, hey, you said this, you can't do this anymore. No, fuck you, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. And I hope you all feel that way, too. You guys got to start feeling empowered, man. Start kicking these people back in the nuts. I'm not asking for physical violence, obviously. That's a medical metaphorical phrase, you know, kick them in the nuts just by basically saying, no, you're not going to tell me how to feel. Ugh. Let me have a sip of this drink here. A little bit of H2O. Wet my whistle when I get angry. Plus, keto really dries you out, too. That's crazy. But anyway, um, let's move on to the next topic here. Another transgender. Yes. At a Meineke. This fucking guy. Girl, whatever the hell it wants to be called. Is uh, basically turns the camera on at the opportune moment where they're screaming at somebody else for referring to them as a man. Whatever. They're raising a scene, they're screaming, they're crying, they're pushing things over, and it's almost the same exact story as the GameStop one, except for there are no video games involved. But it was the same basic thing. This gentleman was screaming, no, I'm a ma'am, I'm a ma'am, you're going to call me a ma'am, and just freaking out and just kicking things over and going nuts, and the people were just telling them to get the hell out, security was called, and they got rid of the thing. Listen. If you're going to dress up in a fucking dress, and if you're going to wear high heels, and you're going to wear makeup, and you're going to wear a wig, and all this other bullshit, you can do whatever you want to do. I have no problem with that personally. You, I don't care. I truly don't care. If you think you're a man or a woman, that's fine. Don't force people to fall in line with your bullshit. Because bottom line is, you're not a fucking man. You're not a fucking woman. You, you are what you are, biologically. Now, I'm not a believer in God, as you, you know, can tell from my other podcasts. But the thing is, is like I do believe in science, and science says that you're born a man. You have a penis, you have a vagina, you have tits, whatever. Deal with it. I don't know if it's a sexual thing or if it's a mental illness. If it's sexual, be a be be a manly gay guy. That, that that's okay. I I I had a guy a customer years ago, one of the stores I worked at. Coolest dude you'd ever meet. Cool motherfucker. He came on with his boyfriend a couple times. They're awesome. They're guys. You could talk to them about sports, barbecue, and bullshit. They just happen to fuck each other in the ass. Gives a shit. I don't care. Great guys. Two of my favorite all-time customers. Bought a bunch of shit. Anyway, if they came in with dresses on, and they were demanding that I call them women, and then getting offended and fucking going nuts and throwing shit around a store because I didn't address them as such, you're not going to tell me how to fucking feel or how to address you. You're a man or a woman, whatever the hell, you know, you, you are biologically, you, uh, that's how I'm going to address you. I'm not going to call a born woman a man just because they fucking wear a flannel shirt and have a fucking crew cut. I'm not going to call a man, biologically, a woman because they have a fucking skirt on. No, you look fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry. You don't look good in those fucking heels, dude. Take them the fuck off and put on a pair of jeans and be a, fa- a, 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 a gay man. I'm sorry, I almost said fag, but you know what? I don't say it out of hatred. Why can't we say words anymore? Fucking words hurt people for some reason anymore. When they're just words, you can call me anything you want. I don't care. Because I know what I am deep down inside. I'm a woman. <laughs> anyway, <coughs> that shit's got to end. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. 
it truly is ridiculous, and I'm sick of it. Um, the, the, and it's just another way for the PC police to fucking, you know, just tell you how to feel and how to address people. It's stupid. One little side note from the video, they said the same thing the uh, GameStop trans person did. They said they're going to tell the entire LGBTQ community, which makes me wonder, is there a fucking bat signal or a button they press that everyone who's in the LGBTQ community gets alerted? Is there like a flash above their heads? They have to all run to the bat phone and hear what's going on now in the LGBTQ community? Is that what it is? I mean, seriously, I'm going to tell the whole LGBTQ community they're going to know about this. I'm sure it's just more than one person you're going to tell you. I mean, I, I don't fucking know. Oh, my God. It's like people that get offended and they're like, I'm going to tell my lawyer. Like, motherfucker, you got flip-flops and fucking ripped-up sweatpants on. You don't have a fucking lawyer. Get the fuck out of here. You fucking scumbag. Everyone's got a fucking lawyer and retainer. It's like, no, man. These fucking lawyers aren't sitting by waiting for your welfare ass to fucking call. No. Get the fuck out. Ay, ay, ay. And there's your 17-minute intro. Ha, <laughs> ha. Right. Ah, guys. Anyway, I've been working retail for a long time. Uh, I'm 36 years old now. I've been probably doing it for almost almost 18 years, unfortunately. Um, off and on, obviously. I've been off and on with certain jobs. There's a couple things that customers do that really annoy the shit out of me. Now, I'm not going to go into a top 10 list or anything like that because I hate podcasts that do that. Just like, um, here's a little side note, I hate podcasts that play music unnecessarily. No one pays to hear fucking your, whatever music that you like, all right? Stop blasting your fucking music random times throughout the episode because no one wants to hear that shit. People listen to a podcast to hear people talk. They don't want to hear music. Some of my favorite podcasts, like Bill Burr's podcast, was really good. He talks. I mean, he comes on there just like I do, kind of. Says, hey, how you doing? What's going on, everybody? We're going to talk about this and that and the other thing. Boom. Done. You don't hear that fucking... All that crazy shit, and then all of a sudden, here's the pop, 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 podcast, and all those fucking weird-ass intros. No, we don't need that. We need words, and this is what I'm giving you, some words, and it also cuts a lot of time out, too. We're getting to the point here, guys. Enjoy your job to work while I fucking go off some more. Fuck. Anyway, been doing customer service for a long time. I've done everything from working in a, a sales environment to uh, cutting deli meat to stocking shelves to fucking selling electronics to everything. And it's got a couple of things that I just hate about customers. And feel free to add your own. It's like I said at the top of the show. Myrtle Beach Nerds with an S at the end at gmail.com. Or at Myrtle Beach Nerd on Twitter. You can send me your personal stories. And I would love to read them on the air next week. It'd be awesome. I'd maybe even have somebody come on and tell their own story. You know, kill some time. Why not? We'll figure this whole thing out again. I promise you. Well, anyway, uh, the, one of the things I really hate about customers at retail is like they feel like they're friends with you. Now... The ones that I mean that are, you know, tending to do this the most are the ones that come into the store like every fucking day. Now, that's something that's a huge pet peeve of mine because if you're a customer for any store, you sh there's no reason for you to come in every single fucking day. I mean, if it's like a grocery store, I can understand because some people buy their food like two days at a time. I get it. You want to keep the food as fresh as possible. And I get it. So I can understand going to a, a supermarket. Every day, every other day. That that just makes sense. You, you have your regulars there. Our bar, you go to a bar and you have a drink after work. That's okay. That's that's a good thing. But if it's like a like a Best Buy or like a cell phone store or like a PetSmart or something like that, don't don't make yourself known on a first name basis because there's no fucking reason for you to go to a store like that every day. Like a cell phone store, you can upgrade your phone what every year or two years or something like that. That's when you come in. 
you, you come in to do it there. If you go to like a PetSmart, you, you buy your dog dog food every month. You know, you go on once a month or something like, you know, Best Buy, Christmas, special occasions. Don't go there and look at the same fucking TV and ask the same questions about a TV that you're never going to buy. These people aren't there because they like you because they don't. You walk into a store, they see dollar signs. If they see you, it's like, oh, fuck, here comes Jim Bob again. He's going to go stare at this TV, ask a million questions, say he's going to come back and never come back to buy it. But we'll see him tomorrow with the same fucking story. These people don't give a fuck about you. They don't. They don't like you. They do not like you. They see you coming. They put on that fake retail smile as they're fucking you in their heads. They're saying, oh, fuck this motherfucker, fucker, fucker, fucker. They don't care, dude. Stop going in there. They don't give a fuck about your family. They don't care about what you did last week. They don't care about anything in your life, really. They're there to punch a clock. They're basically paid servants for the company that they're going to work for. They don't care about your fucking story. Keep that shit to your motherfucking self. The less words you say, the better. If you come in knowing what you're going to buy, come in and buy it. That will be the best experience of that person's day. If you really want to make their day, shut the fuck up, buy your shit, and get the fuck out. That's the best way to do it. A motherfucking man. Can I get another one? Amen. All right. Now, <clears throat> if you work in a job where tips are expected, let's say you work like a tech service desk or something. Someone brings you the computer, you fix it for them. They come in, a slides like 20 bucks. A $20 handshake works out pretty good. Give them that $20 handshake, and man, that customer uh, service rep may give you a little bit extra time. They may talk to you a little bit. Now, that's something that gets to the core of my soul anyway. If you give me some money, I'll be happy. Chances are I'm at work that day because I'm, you know, just pissed off, and I don't want to be there. If you give me a couple couple bucks, you know, to fucking do what I'm here to do anyway, that'll earn you a couple minutes of conversation. A $20 handshake gets you at least 10 minutes of me listening to your bullshit before I start saying, hey, get the fuck out or feed the can some more, my man. Feed the hand some more, you know? Uh, yeah, if, if you're basically working in a job where you get tips, that's part of your job is to smooth people. But if it's an unexpected tip, that gets you in that person's favor. And then maybe next time I see you, I won't be so pissed off. Like, hey, hope this guy gets some more money for me. Maybe I'll be nice to him. You know, it won't be the, the 100% retail fake niceness. It might actually be about 5% out of 100 of genuine niceness, you know? Tips, give them. That's a really good fucking thing. I've gotten a couple tips in my time. It's a... Uh, I think the most I ever got was like 75 bucks. This guy was, he was an old man. He was a doctor and his wife passed away and he needed help, you know, doing some things and her, her, her like computer or some shit. I helped him out and really grateful guy. You know, I, I listened to him because it, you know, you, you lose somebody and it, it sucks. You know, you don't plan for death and, you know, it just happens. Sometimes people just need to talk to somebody, which I do understand, you know, and he was like a once a week guy. He wasn't, he wasn't in there every fucking day. So I gave him the time, and he gave me some money, so I was more inclined. It wasn't the first time he gave me money, but it was definitely the most. So it's like, all right, cool, you've you, you've earned a spot in my, like, little inner circle of customers I'll bullshit with. But yeah, I mean, that, that that's just huge for me. Like, otherwise, we really don't fucking like you people. You don't like us either. Let's face it. You only like somebody if they give you a favor. If they give you a credit in your bill or something, they're going to be like, oh, this is a good guy. But the second they can't do it for you, you hate our fucking guts. So basically, go fuck yourself. We really don't give a shit about you. The person on the other side of the call center, which I did work at a call center before, doesn't want to hear your story either. I'm not here to be your fucking therapist. I'm not here to be your relationship advisor. I'm not here to give you tips on how to pay your bills. I, I don't give a fuck about you. All right? Jesus Christ. And vice versa. Some people talk too much. Like some representatives will talk to the customer way too much. 
And it's just like, all right, listen, they're they're there to because they they want to get the fuck out. They want to, their problem fixed or solved or they want to purchase made and they want to get the fuck out. And that's how that goes. So yeah, let's just keep this relationship as you know open as possible. We hate each other, but I got to be here and you want something from me, so I'm gonna give it to you and then you get the fuck out. Another thing too is like certain places. Some people ask above and beyond from their representatives. Like, you got to understand, if you go to Walmart, and I was in a Walmart, you know, I worked at a Walmart a while back. I think, like, they bought, like, a TV or some shit. The person brings the TV back, and they ask for help fixing something. This is, like, months after they bought it. Oh, I need some help fixing this setting on my TV. And I don't know how the fuck they made it past the front door, but they bought the TV in. And I'm like, well, uh, did you call the company? Well, I bought it here. And it was like a Samsung or... No, it was a Sony. I'm like, well, listen, I don't know how to fucking fix TVs. Will you guys sell them here? I'm like, yes. Yeah, so we sell fucking couches and toys. Like, I don't know how to fix a fucking action figure. Uh, well, uh, 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 well, you guys got to stand behind your product. I'm like, what does that sticker say in the box, asshole? Sony. Yeah, it doesn't say Walmart. We, we're a provider. We, we provide items for cheap. You come here, you buy something. You don't come back to the fucking guy you bought it from to get it fixed. It's just stupid. Uh, another thing too, like when I used to work in computer repair, people will come in and ask for, for, for help with their like Yahoo passwords and shit. And it's like, dude, do you really want me to help you with your fucking Yahoo password? Oh uh, yeah. Well, uh, you guys sell computers and my Yahoo, I use my computer to get it. So you're responsible. Like, no, I'm not you fucking cocksucking bitch. The thing about it is, do you really want me to do it? And this is how you guys can use this. If you work in tech support, this is a good cop out to get out of helping with password resets or Facebook or banking or anything like that. But hey, listen, I do this to protect you and myself. Act like you're doing them a favor. The reason why I can't do this password reset for you is because it's linked to your bank, and if something happens to your bank, you're going to blame me. So fuck you, asshole. I'm not helping you with shit, you dumb piece of shit. They're going to be grateful while you're helping them, but then if a dollar is missing from their account that they thought was there, they're going to be like, oh, that motherfucker helped me with my password. My password's on my bank. He did it. All of a sudden, those dumb fucks become Sherlock Holmes, and they can figure out things that, you know, happen to their funds, which they don't know what the fuck actually happened because they're stupid. They don't know a damn thing or else they wouldn't be seeing it. And, uh, and, and also, if you have a problem with that too, you could always tie it with, hey, Google it. There's a million other assholes, dumb fuck motherfuckers just like you that don't know how to work their shit, and they congregate on Google. They put up their questions, other people answer for them. Do it that way, picture step-by-steps, uh, you know, step-by-step instructions, whatever. Just, yeah, that's it. Just get the fuck out of the store. We can't help you. We just sold it to you. Get the fuck out. Our part's done. Another thing, too, I hate about them is, like, the fact that, like, they'll linger. So, like, you talk to them, and it's like, you, you hand them the receipt, everything's done, and you're like, all right, have a good day. And they kind of stand around, like, all right, get the fuck out. Oh, wait, I wait, I have, I have another question. No, your questions stop when the receipt prints. And they'll sit there, and they'll ask you more questions. And if they come in for something stupid to your store, like, uh, uh, my remote control's not working for my TV, and, like, you put a new pair of batteries in. Oh, look, the light's working now. See you later. Oh, uh, and they realize that they wasted their trip because they came in for something that only took two seconds to fix. Once they realize how dumb they looked and how quick it was for you, they'll come up with more shit. Like, oh, this guy's a fucking genius. Let's keep asking him questions. It's like, no, I'm not a fucking vending machine. You can't just put a quarter in the back of my head and an answer comes out, motherfucker. You got to get your shit out. You got it done. Go about the rest of your day so I can go back to listening to my fucking podcast or playing some fucking games on my phone or looking at porn. Who knows whatever the fuck I'm doing at the time. Get out. What I'm doing on this phone or whatever I'm doing in my private time is more interesting than answering your fucking problems, you dumb piece of shit. So, yeah, when people linger, it, it's like a fart. You know, it's like a fart that you can keep smelling after the person's done. <laughs> it's like, all right, go away. 
And, and at least if you're going to linger and you're going to come in and ask questions, at least know what the fuck you want. We're not mind readers. If you stand there and you have a problem and you, like, throw it on the desk, like, oh, this oh, oh this uh, phone isn't working, and you throw it on the table. All right, well, what's wrong with it? I don't know. You tell me. Well, and you're staring at it, and they're staring at it, and they're looking at you angrily, and like it's your fault, which it's not because you're just the person that sold the fucking product to them. They're looking at you, and you're just like, listen, I don't know. The, you got to explain it to me. And then they go into this hour-long story that has everything to do with everything but their fucking problem. Well, the reason why my phone's not working is because I went to a wedding last week, and then when I went to the wedding, I got too drunk, and I passed out. My wife said, hey, listen, you're an asshole. You made a fucking joke out of me. You fucking felt up my sister-in-law, you know, or some shit. And it's like, listen, just get to the point where your phone stopped fucking working. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And they keep telling you this fucking stupid-ass story. And before you know it, you're fucking half asleep, and your shift's about to end. It's like, get to the fucking point, dude. Nobody wants to hear your motherfucking story. Get to the fucking point. Shut the fuck up and tell me why you're here because I want you out of here the second you walk in the fucking door. <laughs> the thing that exacerbates it and makes it worse, too, is if they're old. We hate old people in retail. If an old person walks towards the fucking counter, you're like, oh, my fucking God, here we go. The first thing that hits normally is that smell. That fucking old people smell of, like, rotten fucking vinegar piss. That's like they're slowly walking to the fucking counter. They smell bad. They're wearing clothes that look like they were in style back when Three's Company was on every fucking week. And they just smell like ass, you know? They got that, like, old fucking wretched stink of, like, I haven't showered in fucking ages. It smells like fucking formaldehyde. Like, they're dead already, but it's like they're fucking barely hanging on. It's like a natural body instinct to keep walking. And they smell like ass, and that's what they're coming to bring to you. And you know they're going to linger because that's what they do. They get their answer. They hang around. They tell you about the old days and shit. Back when they were fucking lollipop girls in the fucking high school band or whatever the fuck they were doing. They go out there, and they just fucking talk and talk and talk, and you smell and smell and smell. Before you know it, they're like fucking having a seizure in front of you or some shit. Take a fucking shower at least. That's basically what I'm saying here. If you're going to go to somebody and you're going to get all up on them and shit and stand close to them, fucking at least have the decency to shower and smell good. And another thing, don't touch me or hug me, all right? Don't get too fucking close and don't touch or hug me. Sometimes, like, older ladies and down here, now I live in the South. I'm from Jersey originally. Now, the thing about it is, like, uh, these people down here, if you give them good help and like you, you give them the fake retail conversation, you pretend and like you do all the things you shouldn't be doing in retail, like pretending you give a fuck about these people because then they're going to take advantage of you. The thing is, it's like at the end of this all, a, a simple handshake or a wave will do or just a goodbye, just get the fuck out. Sometimes like that awkward moment will come where like a woman like wants to hug you and it's like, huh? And it's like they open up their arm and like you can't push them away because in retail you have to do whatever the fuck they say, unfortunately. So I've been hugged a couple times awkwardly, and there's nothing weirder than that. And everyone in this, like the, the place of business that I'm at, they, they know I hate being touched. So whenever it happens, everyone like kind of laughs and shit, and I'm like running to the fucking nearest bathroom so I can wash myself off and throw some hand sanitizer all over my body. Because I don't like to be touched by people, especially if I don't know you. If I can see it coming, it's not so bad. But a hug to me is something like genuine. That's something that you give to someone you care about, someone you like, someone you love, someone you give a shit about. These rando fucking customers, I don't want to touch you. I don't like you. I don't know you. Don't fucking hug me. You're, you're nothing to me. You, you gave me your, your money. Now keep, keep it moving. I don't want any kind of affection. That's something affection is safe for someone that you feel affectionate towards. And I don't feel anything towards you, but loathe, loathe 
hatred and a loathsomeness. Anyway, uh, what else are we going to talk about here? What else are we going to talk about? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like I said, like, I, I only get paid to do what I do. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a person that gives advice or anything like that. Uh, a, a person bought a device from someone in, this, in, in a place of business I'm in, and it's supposed to be like a device where, like, yeah, I guess, like, if something happens to your heart rate, it's supposed to go to the police, like, the police could call and rescue squad and all that shit. They were asking me questions about, like, heart problems. I'm like, what the fuck? Do you know anything about this disease? I'm like, no. Do you know what kind of medicine they should be taking for this? I'm not a fucking doctor. The watch says it should be doing this in the box. I don't know if it'll fucking work. If your fucking mother falls down and she can't get up because of this watch, you're not going to come back and sue me if I gave you advice. Fuck you. Talk to your fucking doctor. I'm not even going to sell this shit to you. We're all out of it. Go to another store. Get the fuck out. But people will do that. And I had people cry before, like, they're trying to figure out, like, what their significant other's doing. And they just burst out crying because of the pain of, like, seeing their fucking boyfriend face fuck some other girl on a couch that got sent to her phone by accident. It's fresh in her memory, and she's crying her eyes out, you know? And it's it's like, yeah, they're there. I mean, pat, pat to the fucking shoulder awkwardly. Now, it's like, I, I don't want to talk about this shit with you because I don't care about your life. Next? But then, like, they'll cry, and then you got a fake sympathy, and I'm the worst at doing that. Because if, if I see someone crying, my first inclination is a laugh or just, just say, hey, you're pathetic, or, you know, sneak a video and talk about it later. But it's just like, I, I understand people feel pain in life, but you got to understand, too, like, we're just we're just hourly employees. We don't care about your, your personal life. We don't care why you're crying. And now I, I know, like, the grand theme of things is like, hey, this guy just doesn't give a fuck about you. You'd be right. I don't care. And that brings me to another point. You don't know us. You don't know what kind of people we are, so don't so don't open up to us. Like, some of these people will take your information and just say, you know, like, make funny when you leave. You, you might think we're the greatest person in the world, but when you leave, we're talking shit about you. And, I mean, some people come with escalations or screaming and crying. They, you know, we hate you. We don't like this company. We're going to take our business somewhere else. I'm going to let you guys in on a little something that pull that. We want you to take your business elsewhere. Oh, no, you're going to go to a different company. That means we don't have to deal with your bullshit anymore, your fucking crybabiness. We don't see you every day, you stank motherfucker. No, we want you to leave. If I can deal with one less asshole every day, it'd be a great fucking career to work in. I'm not going to say where I work because it's, I don't want it to be narrowed down. So, this, yeah, use your imagination. But if I had a dollar for every customer that left, I would give two to every customer I wanted to go just go away. I, I would gladly pay for them to leave just to get rid of some of these fucking headaches that we get. I mean, we just don't care if you hate the company. Because the thing is, it's like, for every five people that leave, ten people come in. So it's like, if you want to leave, go ahead. I don't care about how long you've been a customer with X amount of company, how many years you've been shopping with us, buying groceries or what, whatever. We just don't give a fuck. <clears throat> I mean, we're not paid to care how you feel about the company. We're paid to sell you a product. That's it. Another thing is, we don't know everything. Sometimes you're, well, <clears throat> depends what company you work for, I guess. A lot of the companies, hold on, let me get a little sip of water here. My throat's starting to get a little, blah, 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 blah. All right. All better. We don't know everything. That, that's the thing. We don't know every answer to every question. Now, with customers, you're supposed to say, yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. I'm not going to do that. If I don't know the answer to something, I don't know it. I'm going to tell you, I don't know. And I love their reactions because they're so programmed customers are to thinking that the person they're talking to is supposed to know everything that they like freak out they shut down wait you don't know something that doesn't compute what do you mean you don't know oh shit uh that her fucking head explodes and like fucking strawberry jam comes out whatever these people 
will ask you some off-the-wall questions about something you've never heard of, and it's like, I don't know. Wait, what do you mean you don't know? You work here. Yeah, but we don't make this device. Well, uh, 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 they're fucking headquarters. They think you're supposed to know everything. We don't. And I'll never know everything. I'm, I'm not perfect. I mean, I'm pretty close, but I'm not perfect. Uh, they just expect way too fucking much from us, you know? And, oh, yeah. If the sign says we're closing at a certain hour, let's say we're closing at 7 o'clock. Don't come in there at 6.59 thinking you're going to get our top fucking performers, fucking number one fucking experience. You're not going to get the white glove treatment. You're going to get pushed the fuck out. And anybody who does that is a fucking asshole, scumbag piece of shit that's a burn in motherfucking hell. You don't do that. People have lives to go to. Be fucking considerate. I don't give a shit if you just got out of work. Plan your fucking days accordingly. You get a day off of work, come and see us on that day. Don't come here because you just got out of work and you need to get 50 million things done. You need to buy this and buy that and go shopping for this and that and the other thing. That, that shit don't fly, man. And another thing, when we're opening, don't stand at the fucking door pointing at your watch when there's still 15 minutes for the store to open. We're not going to open the door because your fucking stupid ass got up too early and you're standing out in the freezing rain or the fucking snow or whatever. And we're not going to open the door early for your stupid ass. You wait like everybody else. We want to see you as about as little as we want to see a fucking early grave or a week without pay or something. We don't give a shit about you. Like I said a million times in this podcast, don't you fucking stand out that door acting like I'm going to fucking come get you. I'm not a hamster in a cage, even though we live in a, or we work in a building that you can see through it. So like they'll sit there and watch the employees doing their daily routines, trying to get the store ready for them to come in. And they will sit there with their fucking heads printed to the glass. So when they pull back, you can see their fucking face print on the glass. They will stare at you, and like, like, like that's gonna make you hurry. That makes me slow down. That makes me troll them and turn the lights off, <laughs> so they can't see us anymore. It's just like so fucking rude and annoying. I'm not a fucking hamster in a cage. I'm not doing tricks for you. Go fuck yourself. You wait until we open, and you better be gone by the time we fucking close, because I got a family to go see. I don't give a fuck about your problems, and I will not sit here and I will not fucking you know, cater to you and shit, like an hour after the store closes, motherfucker, bitch, you ain't rich, you ain't buying every fucking item in the store, you're not putting money in my pocket, you're doing one little bullshit thing, and it doesn't matter to my daily routine, and it won't help me out paying my bills, so fuck you, ah, 38 minutes of ranting, I think that's enough, just want to give you guys a little content, man, you guys want some content, and I want to keep giving it to you, and we're going to give you some more this week, baby, podbean.com, myrtlebeachnerds.podbean.com, at Myrtle Beach Nerd Twitter and Myrtle Beach Nerds with an S at the end at gmail.com. Please send your customer experience stories in at the Myrtle Beach Nerd. I'm a little fired up right now. I'm going to go ahead and do some shit, man. Go ahead and uh, finish up my day here and play some DC Universe with the wife tonight. Uh, so, yeah, uh, if you guys got any uh, more comments, please send them over to those places I did mention. Hope to talk to you guys again soon, and I will be delivering more content. Me and the old lady will be back this week with our Royal Rumble prediction. So there you go, Smart Wrestling. See, I'm a giving man. I love you guys. You guys are great listeners, great fans, and thank you for listening to the Merle Beach Nerds podcast. See you soon.